it's time for Measure Twice. Hello, welcome to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perugini, along with Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors and Joel Graber from Graber Customer Modeling. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential, and you're listening to us on Michiana's News Talk 95.3 MNC. We are brought to you by the good people at Leatherman Supply. I'm not wearing my glasses, so I'm going to, you know, figure this out. No, I know it by heart by now. Leatherman Supply. They supply everything, countertops, cabinets, and more. They're located right next to C. Kramer Interior, so you can't miss them at the nexus of the universe. If you look look for the bright light and the butterflies converging, that's right there. That's right. I don't know, it sounds like an album from the 60s, yeah. doesn't it? It's by Strawberry Alarm Clock. <laughs> it's in the ether now, Chris. We're going to see that later. Yep. Like, don't be surprised if it's like, oh, winning the Grammy this year, best album, Bright Lights and Butterflies. The Measure Twice Trio. There you go. Yeah, the Measure Twice. It, it does sound like a Taylor Swift type thing. Man, all we need... To make this show just even better is just one percent of the Swifty Nation. If we oh, could just get a hold of one percent of the Swifty Nation, then we'd be there. Well, you know, people that's, not, that's just me. People like the music. But the problem with the Grateful Dead is you don't remember any of those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean they're memorable, you just can't remember them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the audience is like, did we did they change the format of the show to <laughs> Yeah, I know. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Um, oh, yes. Sorry, Hoosier Hardwood Floors. <laughs> we are brought to you by Hoosier Hardwood Floors. Michigan is trusted and valued experts in hardwood floors. You can visit them at, I'll let you guess, HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. There. Maybe he, could, Dino, could be out there putting the dance floor down for the Swifty Nation. Taylor Swift be cutting the rug. <clears throat> I bet Dino's like, we don't say cut the rug around here. (laughs) Then Joel's face goes, oh, something. I can think of something we can't say on the air. Uh, Yeah, right. (laughs) Chris did call you a myth earlier. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You felt like you were being set up. I I really did. So um, let's see. We've got all kinds of things to talk about, but today the, the burning question it's electric, boogie woogie. <laughs> we gonna slide this electricity where we want it. Uh, but that's the thing is, there's if you go back in time, right? There, electricity was a new thing well into the teens, the nineteen early nineteen hundreds. It was relatively new. There were more houses without it, yeah, than there were with it, and we didn't really get electricity everywhere from from a power source till the 30s right um hoover dam was a big deal you know like things like that so you think about electricity is not it's it's not been around (laughs) all that long in a a usable form in in a home really you know and think of all the innovation that has happened um since its inception you know like it's pretty amazing to think about it it really is, and it's you. Yeah. Get, you got to think that that we were moving big rocks in the 1700s, you know, in 1600s. Like we were, well, we heat up metal, you know, like. <laughs> but we basically fossil fuel. We advanced because of energy, energy. is what you're saying. Yeah, and it happened to be fossil fuel. Um, of course, the Dutch had been using wind for 
forever. I mean, for a long time. But, but that could only take you so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah, you, it wasn't really mass. They really weren't using it to generate energy. They were using it to, they were harnessing the energy to grind grain and move right. water. Yep. I mean, basically yeah. is yep. what they were doing. Yeah. Which in the, in the Midwest, the windmills were basically, or, you know, what are they windmills? I don't know. You know, the, yeah, they're, they're windmills. still windmills. Yeah. To pump water. Yeah, to yeah. pump water, probably yeah. exclusively, you know, to, to keep the well primed. I mean, so there's ingenious uses of all this stuff, but you're right. Until we could have power and figure out how to use the power. And then once we figured out how to keep the power, now that's where the electric age is really what we're in right now. You know, the, it, the ability for a battery to exist was what 30s late the, the 20s yeah. they started figuring out how to keep batteries in the 20s but how to really keep batteries didn't really happen until the 80s you know you would you would lose it. so this really amazing um uh innovation that we take for granted until you don't have it till there's a thunderstorm yeah. and then right oh man <laughs> and then you realize how many clocks you actually have yes. yeah, right. the whole place blink, blinking like a discotheque in your house <laughs> like oh my god we, why do we have so many clocks why does everything tell me the time the only thing worse than not, not having electricity is not having internet well that's uh. that's the worst <laughs> Right. I would rather sit here in the dark with my phone. That's sad. But that's so much to think about because in this yeah. you're right, Chris, in the same conversation you have about electricity, you have that about data. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how many homes are surrounded by data now? All of them? Mm-hmm. All of them. But there is no data without electricity. Right. True. Exactly. There's nothing it's, without electricity. It's completely Use it is it. It's non-existent. It's non-existent. With, you know, electricity. The first computer didn't need electricity. The first computer it's just called an abacus. <laughs> well, is it? I guess you know what I wasn't even going back that far, but that is kind of a computer. No, it was a, just a machine that used punch cards. That and it was a machine in the sense of every sense of a machine. It did not have outside power. Mm-hmm. And you pushed cards in. And based on how the cards were, it could tabulate, right? Descartes invented it. And that's it. That was it. After that, you needed electricity, basically, yep. you know, because you couldn't figure out how to do it. So your house right now, you're just, it's pulsating, you know, with, mm-hmm. with electricity. Your furnace, your hot water. Air conditioning, refrigeration. Right. The basic stuff that mm-hmm. runs your house. So to say that it has to be a well thought out plan is an understatement, but <laughs> right. But that's like the second least, actually it's sexier to talk about plumbing in a, in a, in a remodel than it is electricity. Typically. Why is I mean, that? I guess lighting. Why is it sexier than electricity? Because your yeah, bathroom, like you know, you're redoing your bathroom and it's like, you know, you're moving plumbing. It's like, when, I like doing a good old fashioned electrical plan. <laughs> <laughs> Bides his time. What's Chris doing? He's whittling on the porch and he's sketching electricity. No, plans. I do like ele- electrical plans. Or I do like working on electrical plans, laying out <clears throat> laying out the use of of electricity in a space. Well, I'm Lighting. glad because it's imp- important. Yeah. Like you know that that has to be that has to be darn near perfect. Mm-hmm. 
there's nothing worse than not having enough outlets. Growing up in in the the eighties, um, that was something you looked for. Like you look for closets, like oh, there's outlets because what? When did they start putting a, a lots of outlets in? Was it late seventies or late eighties or? Because there, there was, was a time like, where yeah, you got one 80s. outlet a wall. It was like eighties or nineties by the time that they finally started putting more. <laughs> right. Well, and I know that there's code, but yeah, that the, but that's the minimum. You people put in more than what code requires. Well, it was like one outlet a wall, or maybe no. two outlets a room. I mean, it wasn't. That's back, not. That's yeah, not back code. in the day. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. But if you grew up where I grew up, most of the homes are old. Right. Yeah. Like thirties. You know, so even when they upgraded, my point is, even when they upgraded the electricity, they're just like, we're just going to run new wire to these outlets so we don't burn the house down. You know, right? Um, and they only burn the house down because things require more power. Because for the right, I mean, or else every house would have burnt down in the '30s. Well, it had to do with like the old knob and tube stuff. But they weren't plugging in refrigerators that were demanding right. yeah, that, all this. That, that would get too hot. Yeah, or short period of time they used aluminum they did aluminum oh yeah, yeah, yeah. wiring and that was a fire hazard yeah because it just gets hot yeah it'll <laughs> melt yeah right it goes away it boils you're in trouble yeah when we come back let's talk about a little bit of that design this is measure twice Welcome back to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perigini, along with Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential. And you're listening to us on Machina's News Talk, 95.3 MNC. We're brought to you by Leatherman Supply. Everything windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops. And their showroom right next to C. Kramer Interiors up there in Granger. Um, and Hoosier Hardwood Floors. Michigan's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. And you can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. It's electric. I wish we could, you know, we had the licensing to just play, you know, like Electric Avenue, the Electric Slide, ELO. Uh. <laughs> That's Electric Light Orchestra. Yes. You're keeping track at home. But we're talking about electricity. Kind of a a new innovation if you think about it. You know, it's but we've done so much with it. We rely so much on it that that portion of your design and implementation and remodel and all that, it's got to be front and center. So before we, we necessarily go right into design, I guess my, my question is, is there a difference in power levels? I mean, I kind of know the answer, but from let's say just the early two thousands to now, or was basically Y2K the start of like the way we look at modern layouts of of electricity. Uh, I'm not, as far as you're saying layout or just like consumption. I meant consumption. Or, I said layout. I meant consu- yeah. I meant consumption. Well, like uh, I mean, middle like the mid two thousands. Um. You started seeing a lot of the uh, energy efficient s- stuff, and so actually, there's less. I, oh, uh, so it went the other way. Even though we have more the, things, I mean, you know, 
it, it went to a, a pretty massive peak. It used to be that you'd have to run a separate circuit just for your refrigerator because of how much energy it, it would draw. Right. Well, now you can. You don't have to. And I think one of the biggest things I've noticed is 100 amp service used to be the standard. Now it's 200 amp. Yeah. It was 60 and 100. Now it's 200. 200. We're powering a lot more stuff. The stuff doesn't necessarily take as much energy as it's it's it what it was what it did twenty years ago, but we just are running a lot more. Right. You know what's crazy is that we are people are, for lack of a better term, no pun intended here, short circuiting circuiting because when you say amp, nobody knows what that means. <laughs> I mean, like they're like, okay, I get it. I need a two hundred amp service. Fantastic. Why? Like, I don't, like, is the amp, what is the amp? Is the amp the heat? Is the amp the, yeah, nobody knows. See, yeah. nobody knows. We're going to get, we're going to get mail and they're going to be like, well, electricians know. I know <laughs> they know. I was just dealing with, uh, ohms yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So now that has to do with resistance. Resistance, right. That you were sitting there and He was doing his mantra <laughs> yesterday. When I was messing with that, I had to, I needed to sit and take a break <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, because resistance can be, right. uh, that can, that causes the heat. It causes the, right. that's the fire part. The, uh, your amp, amp, there's amps and volts, and the voltage has to do with, the, what, what is the amps has yeah. to do? Yeah, I don't know. We can't, can't begin remember. to tell you because we're not electricians. I have to go back over it about every time somebody asks me. Right. And you and your role, well, that's right. where I'm going. It's like in your role as the general contractor, right? You're not necessarily going to be like always, you know, designing the or, or figuring out like the, the healthiest electric plane. You find an expert that yeah. does that. Mm-hmm. But when you say 200 amps, what we're saying is, is that there's just more stuff. Mm-hmm. Amp is the bandwidth to use. Well, and it's, it was explained to me by the electrician, 100 amp service is perfectly fine. I mean, there's the only reason you would ever want to go to 200, but I know that when they build anymore, 200 is standard. Mine's 200. Um, if you want to put a hot tub, you would need a 200 amp versus 100 because it wouldn't be able to take the right the power that it would require us to run a hot tub. Right. So anything additional and above and beyond your normal requires 200 amp, basically. Yeah, it was kind of explained to me, like, amps is, gives, is the amount you have to separate to each thing yeah. to get it yeah. the right amount of power. Yeah. The ohms is uh, how hot will that wire get using using that electricity, and the volts is what wakes Frankenstein up. No, I don't know what. Yeah, more or less. I, yeah. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know that, but... But the amp part, the 200 amp, is just leaving it available so that... Or expansion. Exactly. And if you've seen a 60 amp um, electric box and compared it to your 200 amp, they don't look at anything alike. No. <laughs> no. no. Uh, the I had experience redo... not re, I didn't redo it, but deciding to redo a 60 amp to turn it into a 200 amp. Yeah. And it was kind of a big deal because you have to now, it's a wire to the pole. It's a pretty serious undertaking. Yeah. Yeah. I remember as a kid having the old um, fuse box. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, when you blow a fuse, if you didn't have one handy, oh, my gosh. 
right of the store. Oh, that's right. The fuse. the fuse box. I think, <laughs> I think we've had, I do have a little bit of experience with, with that. The, the, the round ones that screw in. Yeah. yeah. And they could use a penny. You, yeah. Which was not, not good. good Cause a, no, a penny can take a lot of charge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, first of all, that's when pennies were copper. They're not anymore. <laughs> right. True. So True. Pat, after 1972, the penny would just, wouldn't even mm-hmm. would just melt in the yeah. in the thing, and that that's pretty. You need a wheat penny yeah. <laughs> to do that. You can't like. But that's what I grew up with. Was uh, in the early in the sixties was the. No, it, and you had what like four or five? Yeah, 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 right, <laughs> right. And you were, and it was not hard to blow a fuse. No. Yeah, the difference is now you look at your your junction, but your box, not your junction box, your electric box, and it's like littered with space to put you know mm-hmm. circuits in mm-hmm. and it's actually there's really a kind of a safe atmosphere if it's done right too you know like yeah. it's not it used to be man you you didn't want to really touch that too often nope. you didn't want to be in there because every single thing could light you you know so, <laughs> yeah it seemed it was pretty haphazard you got wires coming in and out of this yeah all over the place and yeah, you now, screw that fuse in. I'm not doing it. No way. <laughs> yeah, and you know our age, right? We're so used to that. I go into the box. I'm like, I'm shutting the power off to the whole place. You know, and shoot, I don't even turn the power off. I just <laughs> well, you don't really. Yeah, I'm not even going to counsel you on that. You should get a professional to work yeah, around your electric that. box. <laughs> I'm not advocating anybody going in there. No, the people just... on this show are are professionals. And, and semi crazy. Yeah. Semi crazy. Yeah. You should not go in and mess around with your electric box. You can open oh, it up God, and, no, never, and, never, never. and flip I wouldn't a switch. Touch that with a 10 foot pole. I mean, yeah. electric, you so, should see what we would do with our electric box and how we stand on ladders. I'm not going to ask because, again, we have to be responsible. And you are not listening to a program that's advocating messing around with your electric box no, at or, all. Yeah, or ladders. Or ladders. <laughs> Let me just tell you, the most dangerous thing you have in your house is your ladder. Absolutely. It is the most dangerous thing. The, yep. the American, the, whatever that association does not even, they don't advocate having a ladder. <laughs> They're saying just have step stool. And that's pretty dangerous. Oh, yeah, that gets you up to the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking about going up instead of stairs. I'm talking, talking about, about outside. outside. I took my storm windows off. And I was on a two-story ladder. His kids are just finding out now. Was it the ladder with the giant claws that go around the window? No. It's a regular Stand extension out. ladder. Yeah. Yeah, my, no, I, I, had to, I have to tell my kids that I'm, hey, I'm going up on, the, on a ladder tonight after work. Funny you should mention that. I was, uh, so I was looking at a three-story house, right? When I go on vacation, people think I'm so creepy because I just walk around and like, look at all uh, these houses, right? Yeah. 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 Do I need binoculars? <laughs> you do if you want to, you know, depends on what you're looking at. Uh, no. <laughs> no. So I saw there were these hooks hidden. You, I could see them, but I, because I was kind of like looking because the eaves were weird and they were safety harness hooks on the house. Mm. I believe it. I like and they it. and they fold like I could. They were folded back, and it I could see a, a mechanism where you could fold the them out, and it was clearly because this was a wood house that needed to be painted often. That whoever thought this house through said, "You know what? This ladder's going to be up there." And then, sure enough, 
I went a couple houses down later, saw the same setup, and a guy was on a ladder, and his ladder was hooked into this thing. That's cool. That's good. What a great idea. Yeah. But not for him. He was actually hooked into his ladder. That's strange. Well, I guess he would, I looked to me like the ladder he was. falls. He's going with it. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of. But that ladder was not going anywhere. Oh, uh, because of it's hooked to the house. Yeah. That makes sense. But he could still fall off. And I, the, it looked to me like they could, it could also hold a, a, um, uh, what is that? Scaffold. Mm. It looked like you could tie a scaffold into it. When we come back, let's, we got tangent there. Let's get back to electricity. When we come back, this is Measure Twice. Welcome back to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perigini, along with Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors and Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential. And you're listening to us on Machinist News Talk 95.3 MNC. We're brought to you by Leatherman Supply. Uh, everything windows, countertops, and more. Wait a minute. I missed one. Windows, countertops, cabinets, cabinets and more. Located right next to the C. Kramer Interiors in Granger. We're also brought to you by Hoosier Hardwood Floors. Michigan is trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. When we're paying attention to what we're talking about, we're talking about electricity. Mm-hmm. We got on a tangent about ladders <laughs> because we want you to be safe. Well, we got on a tangent because we were scared. We were implying that you should mess around with electricity <laughs> in your house, and that's not no, what we're no, saying no, at no, all. No. That scares me. No. I don't even like flipping a breaker. No, I don't <laughs> like it either. Um the modern boxes are way safer than they were, but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's a place that you should go hang out. Right. Oh, no. No. But knowing your electricity, you should know that. Mm-hmm. You should know You should know what your service is into your house. If you have an, a house built in the last 10 years, it's probably 200 amp. Um, if it was 10 years to 20 years, it could be 200, probably 100, right? And then Somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's probably 100 since the 80s, right? 90. Man. That's probably about when it started changing. Yeah. Uh, but you should know that because like Chris was saying in the last segment, it's not necessarily that your house needs 200 amps on a daily basis. It's your expansion is limited. Like if you get a hot tub or whatever you're going to get. You put up a building and you need a sub panel. Right. You need that. that. What's the purpose of the sub panel? Uh, it, it will, oftentimes it's because you don't have enough space in your box. That's what I thought. Breakers. Yeah. It's nice to have like, so if you have a building, like a separate building to run it, to have a panel in there that controls that. So you're pulling the, it's a sub panel cause you're pulling the electric off the main box, getting it there. That way, if you need to shut something off in there, it, think, yeah, it's there. And, think pool house. Yeah. I, Something yeah, like or that. Like a shop of some sort or whatever. Right. Yeah, a lot easier you, to deal with it there. Yeah. If you have a workshop, yeah. you know, that you might have a sub panel or sub box because you don't have to walk all the way to, right. you know, wherever the other box is to do it. But that's all the, <clears throat> you know, behind the scenes stuff. You know, that's Chris, you mentioned you like designing electricity. Like the, the, that Electric, part, electrical plans. plans. Mm-hmm. 
where do you start? What do you start with when you're designing an electric plan? What do you know? What information do you know that lets you start planning? For a whole house, for yeah. a room. Well, let's start with the let's start with a room before we go to the whole house. Well, I mean, it depends on what uh, the room. If it's a kitchen or a living space, then usually I'll do a furniture layout, and there are a cabinet layout so that you can kind of know where you need to put your outlets, your lighting. If you're doing a recessed, um, where to place that in conjunction with the room itself, with the space itself. So if, let's, and you think usage, you think right. how if someone's going to live in that space and what needs to be lit versus, um, you know, how it's going to function, how it's going to light the space. Right. In, in my house, we have these, I don't know, what do you call it when like the wall has like a ledge on the top of it? Oh, it's a plant shelf. Plant shelf. Yeah, that seems pretty simple, pretty on the nose name yeah. for that. Yeah. So, you know, I never went up there. I'm dusting it with a duster that I'm not looking because I'm short. Okay. Mm-hmm. And ladders are dangerous. Um, but I, did, I went up there this weekend. I got like two outlets up there. Oh. I was like, huh. Somebody was thinking that through. Yeah. And I'm like, huh. So I went up and looked on top of my cabinets in my kitchen. I got outlets up there. Yeah, so if you want to put your Christmas lights up yeah. and Christmas plug them in, you can do that. Yeah. I'm like, wow. You go, builder who screwed some other stuff up. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, uh, nobody's you, perfect. You do have a fireplace with a mantle? No. No? No, I told, I, we talked about this before. My house was set up to sell up to watch Notre Dame football. Oh. The person who built my house designed it around... Having people running it out. St- no, she was a enter. She liked to entertain, and her focus was inviting her friends. She's a graduate of Notre Dame, and she invited her classmates. She was like a graduate from like nineteen class of like nineteen seventy. You know, I mean, it was like maybe late, but a long time ago. And uh, she'd have people over, and so because <laughs> we said funny, no fireplace. That looks like there should be a fireplace on that wall, and. You know, the, the realtor's like, I'm going to make a call. Because you're right. Why isn't that there? And the little woman said, I'm, I, the giant TV that's coming with the house, um, she would wheel in uh, another TV, like an AV unit, under it. And that's how they would watch it. So the whole house, like, fo- f- points at this wall with mm. no fireplace, just a giant TV. <laughs> but the reason I brought up the fireplace, because outlets and a mantle are nice. Yeah. There's, and then, yeah. So when you're laying out electric in a space, is there, you know, is it a gallery wall? Do we need to, to put recess in to highlight artwork? Do we need to put, um, the recepts in the wall for wall? You know, if you're going to light uh, a piece, a piece of art with a light art light, you don't want the cords hanging. So, you know, there, they make these boxes that are, um, recessed into the wall that you can plug your art lights into and not have anything going so you have to kind of space you kind of have to think about all those little some of those details does code say it has to be so far off i know the code mean says it has to be so far from the floor but can you put it anywhere between that height and yeah the ceiling so it's like if you have one if you have a need for an outlet that's at five feet you can put one the code doesn't say no you can't have it at five feet it has to be no it just has to be what 18 inches two feet i don't know it's yeah, 20, 
24. 24 inch. I really like the outlets in the baseboards versus on the wall. But I thought code meant you have to have them so far off the... And you can put them in a baseboard. In your base trim. They just, and you put them in horizontal. You like that? I do. And you don't see them. They disappear. Interesting. I like them in the floor. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe. For specific things. Now, I like them in the floor until you're like, why is this here? Until you <laughs> can't cover it because of the way the furniture lays out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They're necessary, but they're difficult at the same time. Because yeah. Trying to lay it out so that it's hidden. It's almost like their floor outlets are super convenient until they're until you change your mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I can't. This is, although I, you know, they they kind of disappear too. Then you try you to plug right. something in under. You put a rug on top of it and try to plug a lamp in, and, and it looks like a mouse is hiding under it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Chris is Chris has been there, man. Yeah. He's been there. I've actually cut holes in rugs and just plugged them through the, so you don't have that big hump. Yeah. But I hate doing that too. Yeah. Well, I think they really, we need some design innovation in there because the most plugs that are worth anything are going to stick up. And then the flat ones that plug in don't work on them. Yeah. So. They do make recessed floor outlets so that you can actually put the. All the way in. All the way into the um, recep so that there's nothing. Right. Well, the cord's still going to be there. That's true. I mean, you, How do you get rid of the cord? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so can't. it's like you you can't. So Battery operated lamps. It can be recessed till the cows come home, and they're still gonna be lamps. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you um, one thing: if you're looking at the the floor outlet junction box area, they're not scared to charge you for those things. Oh, they're remarkably expensive. <laughs> I mean, because they're all hand. You don't ever see an ugly one. You know, like they're all kind of brass or like some kind of fanciness um because i know somebody that heavy oh my god yeah they're like lead weight mm-hmm. <laughs> yep so i mean it was it was uh really a friend of mine was putting them in and we're going to talk about in the next segment we're going to talk about kitchen specific you know i directed us away there because that's that is a functional room but you'll we'll talk about my friend put in floor <laughs> in the kitchen for a great reason. Um, and that's how he knows how expensive they are because he was like, Oh, I was just shopping around. He was like, you know, these are extraordinarily, you know, entry level was like one eighty. you know, like, he was like, what? Cause he had been putting in a, you know, you put in junction boxes somewhere. They're like 89 cents, you know, they're right. not expensive at all. But when you go to the floor no. No, a little bit, a little bit more, but I think there's more going on there, right? I mean, that's what I said. I'm like, look, you're stepping on this thing. You know, you're not stepping so on the one on the heavier, wall. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's in a, it's got to fit that way. Um, when we come back, though, let's get in the kitchen. Let's electrify the kitchen. All right. Um, when we come back, this is measured twice. Welcome back to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perugini along with Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors and Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential. And if you haven't envisioned your home's potential by now, 
stay tuned because wow, it's going to happen. Uh, we're brought to you by, well, you're listening to us on Michigan's News Talk 95.3 MNC. We're brought to you by Leatherman Supply. Everything, windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops located right next to C. Kramer Interiors and Granger and Hoosier Hardwood Floors. Michigan is trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. Electricity, it's around you. Dino needs it. Dino needs it. Finish, can't really finish floors without it. You can't. You need. They got to plug that thing in, right? Mm-hmm. There's a thing, probably. Although, oh yeah, and better you know, hope you have a hundred amp service. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it was all like electric stuff, battery pack stuff. Because no, it's it's not. No, no. There's too much energy. That it takes too much power. Right. You would just wear them. Wear them. You know, people. We talk about this all the time. There's industrial use, and then there's home use. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and so if you're you know, I just got an electric lawnmower. It's awesome. I couldn't imagine mowing 30 lawns with it no. because you wouldn't, you know, the battery wouldn't last. So if you, but that's why I didn't do a battery operated lawn riding more. Yeah. Your property. I mean, I'm sorry, your estate, your compound, my, est- my estate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the North 40. It's just very tough. It's, yeah, it's, it's a hard yard to mow. I know. I've heard your stories it, yeah. about getting wrapped around trees. We well, worry, I've, I've Chris. Break, I've broken that lawnmower three times. <laughs> we worry about Chris. Up and down ladders. Hey. Alone. Ladders don't bother me until I fall off one. <laughs> we need to get you like Life Alert. <laughs> if Life Alert is listening, we will endorse your product. Well, this is I have this is a funny story. It has nothing to do with electricity, but I left my cell phone at work. Once, uh, and I, by the time I realized it was, uh, I was home and I thought I'm not driving 30 minutes back to get it. And I kept thinking, I wonder how long it's going to take for one of my kids to drive over here and find out if I'm still alive. 10, 15, I was letting the dogs out for the final time and I hear a car door. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter gets out and she goes, you're the worst. <laughs> you, you didn't answer your phone. I said, it's at work. And you don't have a landline. No. No, I don't have a landline either. Yeah. You have a landline? No. no. So, yeah. So, it was, I mean, because they know I'm working on these windows. Well, and they know you're working on the windows. That's why they did that. Yes. They're like, oh, my gosh. And kids love you, man. That You've done something right. <laughs> yeah. That's come on. They're the worst things. all the way from Niles. Oh, oh wow. my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so, she drove 45 minutes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. You when did. You, were, you raised some good people. Yeah. But, but the funny thing is, I have three daughters, one in Indy, one and the other one was is on vacation in Charleston right now. So they were all communicating, where's dad? What's going on with dad? We can't get a hold of him. And then my daughter in Charleston says, well, he's been working on the windows up on the ladder. You better go check on him. You know what you should do? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to solve your problem right now. Just think so you can Life forget alert. your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Does that connect to electricity? <laughs> <laughs> Just get yourself a, a tile or one of those Apple whatever tracker things and always have it in your in a, in your bedroom or the farthest from your house and if you forget your phone just move it to a different room and they'll see that it moved oh that's a good idea because yeah they if i don't answer a phone yeah especially i'm just saying we're solving your problems actually america is helping you solve yeah. your problems right now <laughs> well it was one of those things i knew when i forgot the phone and they didn't have a landline anymore it's like Hold of me, I just know this is and there's no payphone. It's not like you can yeah. pull over and use a payphone. To, yeah, you know, exactly. I not that go... you'd even know their number because yeah. they're 
Like, so it was like it's programmed oh, in. Yeah. My daughter's her name in my phone. I'm like, yeah. I can't, I can't remember that. Yeah. I know, right? I mean, technology has changed us in so many ways for the better, but sometimes not necessarily. But anyway, right. I just had to share that. That is hilarious. <laughs> that is funny, man. That's, well, you got to be, you know, you got to think of that. They think I'm old. You need a tracker. <laughs> Life alert. They <laughs> Life. think I'm old. <laughs> We're reaching out to Life Alert as we How speak. Do they not? I mean, like the older I get, the younger you seem. Yeah. <laughs> to me. Seriously. Oh, you never seemed old to me anyway. No. What are you talking about? Old. <laughs> but that's what they, they see me as old and feeble and. Uh, <laughs> and feeble. I Chris. Don't, it, I don't pick those vibes up. And I'm not afraid to climb a ladder. I'm not afraid to get on the roof. But if I tell them, I don't tell them I did it till afterwards. Because I, they'll have a fit. Of course. Yeah. I'm having a fit and I'm not even your kid. But, but if it's not raining tonight, when I go home, I'm going to get on the garage roof and clean it off. There's all kinds of debris on there from mm-hmm. the trees. Wow. I guess I'm going to have to call him later. I'm not yeah. afraid of check on him. I figure if I fall off, it's not that far. That's true. I don't even know what you mean by that. Like, it, the, you, the distance from the roof of the on the garage to the ground is not that far. You, I get it. Unless you hit it with something vital and then you gotta it's know far enough. Tuck and roll. Tuck tuck and roll. Are you a tuck, you're like you're like the fall guy. <laughs> roll with it. Are you? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> He's practicing. When you get out of bed, do you practice your rolls every morning? You just like jump out of bed and roll. Like, okay, I still got yeah, it. You got to think about the way, even like all of us grew up. Like, you you learned how to take some stuff, you right? Really did. Like, oh yeah. Kids now, maybe not so much. This is true. How many tree houses did I have? Yeah. I don't know that I would let my if I found out my kids built treehouses. Like, what are you crazy? No, I'd, I'd be happy if my kids did something like that. Like, I remember building forts and stuff, and my dad telling me, don't use the Stanley knife. Sure enough, I was out using like, the Stanley knife. That's a great knife. idea. I stabbed myself in the leg. I still have a scar from it. Yeah. Just remember running in the house. My mom was out hanging laundry because that's what we did back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Yep. yep. And I was, I, I was holding my hand because the knife was stuck in my leg. <laughs> I was trying to hold my hand so she couldn't see it. I made it in, and she came in and followed me because she she thought something was a little off. Yeah, you're home early. They always know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pulling the knife out. <laughs> Jeez, they yeah, take, we live, we live. We did Lusaka for stitches. Nope, my nope. butterfly it shut. Yeah, that's my mother. Yeah, butterfly. She learned shut. from the doctor how to butterfly because she was tired of taking a yep. tooth. Butterfly <laughs> stitch? Huh? They stitched you? No, no I, butterfly patch. Butterfly. Oh yeah, right. Okay, yeah. I thought for a second you shut and it was good to go. Yeah, yeah. We we duct tape was our friend. You put a little. We didn't. My we didn't go to the doctor for everything. Because no, we couldn't afford not. to. Yeah. No, right. We treehouse. My my cousin Lou hitting the head with a hammer. He's like, "Hey, pass <laughs> me the hammer." So he'd drop it down. Yeah. And he didn't get out of the way or look. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! You know what? He didn't even go home. <laughs> it was just like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh good times you know he's the president of a bank now and so you know it knocked some math in his head i think yeah. maybe I thought he was the hammer yeah hello the lawyer <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> wow <laughs> we just, we, we've completely lost if you've just yeah, tuned in yeah <laughs> you've made a mistake no i'm just kidding no you haven't we're talking about electricity. We were going to leave ourselves enough time to talk about electricity in the kitchen. A whole segment's worth. You need lots of outlets. The GFIs. 
That's my question, okay? So the GFI, I just, let's get this straight. Are GFIs connected to other GFIs? No. If you do that, you're in trouble. Like, Chris has, like, a room filled with GFIs, and if one goes off? A house. The house. Every (laughs) outlet in the house was, when I bought it, the electricians came in, and that's what they did. That is. It's horrible. Stupid. The first outlet on on the run on that circuit should be a GFI. All the rest are fine. On what circuit? The kitchen or well, any if room? If you need a GFI. GFIs are bathroom also. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, any so place, whatever. what, 10 feet from water, 4 yeah. feet from water, whatever that is. So in a kitchen, a lot of times it's two, three circuits that you're, you're running, making sure you have plenty of electricity into, your, into, the, into that room. You probably have two, like two GFIs in your kitchen. The rest don't have to be. One thing that's great, though, is the outlets with the uh, USB... Yeah. And especially in the kitchen. Yes. How, um, so often that's where you're plugging in your phone or your yep. iPad or whatever. Yep. Yep. How hard is it to replace a regular outlet uh, with the USB outlet? It's, it's the it's, same as replacing any other. Is it a component? Like you don't have to hook the USB part no, up. It's built it's, into okay. it. Okay. Yeah. That's, if you don't have that. It's, I highly re- recommend it in kitchens. And, well, yeah, because it makes sense. That's why yeah. I charge my phone. Yeah. And by the way, don't use USB. Use um, USB-C. Or uh, Firewire. No, I'll use Firewire. That's going away. USB-C. Okay. The little one. You'll know what I mean when you see it. If you're looking in wherever you're looking, look for the one with the little hole, not the USB familiar hole, because USB is kind of... Getting phased out. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's never brought... It's probably going to be years before you stop seeing them, but any modern new cord you get, you're going to want that because it's twice as fast as yeah. the USB. But at any rate, it's still hooked in. And uh, yeah. How about uh, who's using it? We still use cookbooks because we're old school and it's cool, but you know, you're using your phone for recipes and stuff like that. We didn't get anywhere near what we wanted to talk about with the kitchen, so I'm, we'll have to do it again. I know, but I'm curious about the floor outlets in the kitchen from the... That- well, you're going to have to tune into another show because we're out of time, Chris. I'm in my mind, I'm thinking, why? So, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thanks for listening. This has been Measure Twice. Podcasts by Federated Media.